Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Thursday, September 16th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. We got BTC at number one, $47,939.99, up 1.55%. Number two, Ethereum, $3,584.16, up 5.12%. Cardano at number three, $2.46, up 3.20%. Binance Coin number four, $428.15, up 3.84%. Tether at number five, $1. XRP number six, $1.11, up 1.60%. Number seven, Solana, $154.24, down 4.43%. Polkadot at number eight, $36.21, down 1.84%. Dogecoin at number nine, $0.24, cents up 2.40%. And last but not least, USD coin number 10, $1. Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So we got now neutral at 49. Yesterday was fear at 30. Last week was neutral at 47. And last month was greed at 72. Let's take a look at our five articles today. Article number one is, should Ethereum miners worry about EIP 3554? Article two, if Bitcoin succeeds, regulators will kill it, says Ray Dalio. Article number three, crypto crash. Here's why billionaire John Paulson's worthless call might be right. Article four, Supply shock, the number of Bitcoin changing hands dips to 2015 levels. And last but not least, the main topic today is why investing in Bitcoin right now might be a very profitable decision. All right. Before, before we get into the articles, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone that's been supporting me throughout this journey. Um, if you catch me on the podcast, you can catch me on Apple, Spotify, and Google. And if you're in the YouTube realm, uh, please like, share, and subscribe. It does help me out a lot. So again, all of these news and updates will be unbiased. So some of the news topics will be for crypto and some will be against crypto. So that helps you become a more educated person into thinking if you want to dip your toes into the crypto world. So again, thank you so much for all your help and support. Let's get back into it. So uh, we got number one, should Ethereum miners worry about EIP 3554? So the upcoming launch of Ethereum Improvement Protocol EIP 3554 is intended to turn the proof-of-work mining method obsolete. It is set to release a difficulty bomb in order to achieve this goal. This will make ETH mining almost impossible and force miners to update their systems. However, the real question is, should people actually be worried about it? Considering the after effects of the EIP 1559 launch, the answer to that might come as a surprise. Ethereum gas fee burn debate. In the last 24 hours, the total value of ETH burnt inched closer to $1 billion. In fact, at press time, it was just short of $20 million, a level it will definitely achieve by the end of the day since daily burn averages around $24 million. Now, it is clear that the concern about EIP-1559 affecting the miners is no longer a point of discussion. 
Since the restructuring of fees on 4th of August, minor revenues have grown exponentially with the same hiking by 134%. Despite the fee burn, however, transactions on a network alone managed to push miners' revenue to a peak of $106.51 million on 10th September. The figures were only $24 million short of its all-time high in May. Surprisingly, as of press time, transaction fees represented almost 80% of the total minor revenue. How so? This has been the case primarily due to consistent transactions on the chain, which have been steady above the 1.1 million mark for over three months now. They have remained unshaken by both the rally and the crash. In fact, yesterday, owing to increased transactions and an increasing number of miners, the hash rate reached an all-time high of 715k gigahertz. Consistency similar to the transactions counts can be seen in the daily gas usage as well. Gas used has been above 100 billion guay since August, peaking at 101.115 billion on 5th of September. The biggest contributor to the substantial gas consumption has been OpenSea. The top consumer used 36.35k worth of gas over the last month. The rise in the NFT trend and its associated hype led to this. As a matter of fact, $1.5 billion worth of NFTs have already been sold this month. $3.4 billion worth of them were sold over the previous month. Since fears and apprehensions regarding EIP-1559 have been proven wrong, it would only be fair to not hold presumptions about the EIP-3554 either. Any further assessment of the same will have to wait until December and another month after its implementation. So what do you guys think about this? Should Ethereum miners worry about EIP-3554? Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, let's take a look at Article 2. If Bitcoin succeeds, regulators will kill it, says Ray Dalio. If Bitcoin becomes mainstream, regulators will kill it, says Ray Dalio, founder of the world's largest hedge fund, Bridgewater Associates. I think at the end of the day, if it is really successful, they will kill it and they will try to kill it. And I think they will kill it because they have always ways of killing it. Dalio told CNBC on the sidelines of the SALT conference in New York on Wednesday. Dalio's comments come a day after Securities and Exchange Commission Chairman Gary Gensler told U.S. lawmakers that there are gaps in the crypto regulation oversight. In the testimony to the Senate Banking Committee, Gensler highlighted the SEC's goal of protecting investors and pointed to new challenges arising from new technologies and predictive data analytics tools. The crypto space continues to exist outside of the regulatory framework, which increases the risk to investors, Gensler said during his testimony. Currently, we just don't have enough investor protection in crypto finance, issuance, trading, or lending. Gensler said on Tuesday, frankly, at this time, it's more like the Wild West or the old world of buyer beware that existed before the securities laws were enacted. This asset class is rife with fraud, scams, and abuse in certain applications. We can do better. In terms of regulatory gaps, Gensler said there is a great deal of clarity around what is a security, but there are gaps when it comes to coordinating with banking agencies on stable coins and coordinating with other agencies, including the CFTC, when it comes to tokens and trading platforms regulation. 
Dalio believes that Bitcoin is a good alternative to cash, but he does not own more gold than Bitcoin. Uh, there are so many things in a historical perspective that don't have any intrinsic value and have perceived value. And then it went hot and it became hold. It could be either way. You just have to know what it is. It could be tulips in Holland, he said. I think it's worth considering all the alternatives to cash and all the alternatives to the other financial assets. Bitcoin is a possibility. I have a certain amount of money in Bitcoin. After very briefly falling below $30,000 in July, Bitcoin seemed to have found its floor above that level and was not trading at $48,265, up 66.4% year to date. So what do you guys think about Ray Dalio saying that if Bitcoin succeeds, regulators will kill it? Comment down below and let me know if you agree or disagree with this statement. All right, let's keep going. Article number three, crypto crash. Here's why billionaire John Paulson's worthless call might be right. Is the recent crypto plunge a sign of things to come? It feels as though cryptocurrency has been deemed a worthless fad since Bitcoin first emerged from the guts of an anonymous engineer's computer rig back in 2009. While some of that criticism has come from a general public who may not have a clear grasp on what cryptocurrencies are, how they work, or why they possess any value, some very clued in financial minds have also questioned crypto's rising prominence. One such critic is billionaire investor John Paulson who in recent comments called digital currencies a bubble that will eventually prove to be worthless. The recent volatility seen in crypto markets, Bitcoin dropped 17% at one point on September 7, the same day El Salvador began accepting it as legal tender. Doesn't provide much defense against Paulson's criticism. Let's see what his issue with crypto is and if you should be cashing out of the buying the dip. Paulson's reason for being bearish on crypto Paulson has experience exposing at least one notable financial scam. As co-founder of the Carlyle Group, he was among the hedge fund heavyweights who saw corruption in the subprime mortgage industry and shorted the U.S. housing market before it tanked in 2007, earning himself a reported $4 billion. He seems just as skeptical about crypto. I wouldn't recommend anyone invest in cryptocurrencies, Paulson said during an appearance on Bloomberg TV. I would describe them as a limited supply of nothing, he said. So to the extent there's more demand than the limited supply, the price would go up. But there's no intrinsic value to any of the cryptocurrencies except that there's a limited amount. It's also worth wondering just how much value an asset can truly have if its price can swing so wildly from one minute to the next. According to an analysis by CoinMarketCap, the entire crypto market shed about 300 billion US dollars in value among between the morning of September 7 and the afternoon of September 8. That kind of volatility brings to mind the dot-com bubble of the early 2000s and the housing crash Paulson previously profited from. Both were the result of empty assets attracting billions in ignorant money. Once the exuberance wears off or liquidity dries up, they will go to zero. I wouldn't recommend anyone invest in cryptocurrencies, he said. While the other side of the Bitcoin. As Bitcoin values plummeted last week, at least one investor bought on the dip, the country of El Salvador.
The September 7 plunge came at an awkward time, just as Central American country was launching its plan to accept the cryptocurrency as legal tender. Despite the tumult, uh, El Salvador purchased 150 more Bitcoin while prices were declining that day. El Salvador's president, Nayib Bukele, clearly sees more value in Bitcoin than Paulson does, but his decision, anybody's decision, to buy a volatile uh, asset as its value is crashing is about as risky as investing gets. Bukele tweeted that he purchased his 150 new coins at 11.15 Tuesday morning. Uh, Assuming he nabbed them within an hour or two of the tweet, El Salvador likely landed their 150 coins for just about 51 US thousand US dollars apiece. The problem is Bitcoin ate it after the purchase. By 4.15 PM on September 7, it was selling for just $46,927. It fell to just over 44,000 early the next morning before climbing back to over 46,500 by 4 PM. That's the catch with buying the dip. You never know if it's truly a dip until enough time passes. So get in the game. Whether you view crypto as a currency of the tomorrow or get a get-rich-quick scheme whose days are numbered, there are plenty of ways to put your money to work for you. If you're looking to purchase some or more, Bitcoin, while its value is soft, a popular app can help you do that for just a small operation fee. And those looking to take control of their investments should certainly explore online trading platforms. The best sites offer resources and tools to help investors make informed decisions as they build and manage their investment portfolios. So there you guys have it. Crypto crash. Here's why billionaire John Paulson's worthless call might be right. What do you guys think about John Paulson and his statement? Do you think it's true or not? He was right about the housing bubble. It might be the same as the dot-com bubble. Do you think this crypto bubble is true or false? Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, before we get into the next round of articles, I just want to say thank you so much to all my supporters. Um, I've been reading the comments and I've been looking at the analytics and I've been seeing a lot of support from all over the world. So thank you so much to the guys out in Europe as well as in Africa and South America. Thank you so much because all the time that you guys been watching, listening to the podcast and videos. I've been really working hard to making updates and news more unbiased and keeping you up to date about the crypto world. So again, thank you so much. Uh, again, catch me on the Apple, Spotify, or Google podcast and as well on the YouTube videos. Again, that's Dave's Daily Crypto Take. All right, let's keep on going. Article number four. Supply shock, the number of Bitcoin changing hands dips to 2015 levels. Bitcoin short-term supply continues to shrink further as the amount of BTC changing hands drops down to 2015 levels. As per latest Arcane Research report, the BTC supply shock continues as the number of coins changing hands drops to not levels that have not been seen since 2015. The number of Bitcoin changing hands here refers to all the coins that were spent recently. Recent, in quotes, depends on the definition of the analyst, but the chart in the report uses the one-month and the three-month supply metrics. This supply is often referred to as short-term, as these coins are associated with traders seeking to make quick profits. On the other hand, the long-term supply shows the number of coins haven't been moved in the last few months, and so the indicator is associated with long-term holders. Now, here is the chart for the three-month and one-month supply, 
has looked like for Bitcoin lately. As the above chart shows, only 6.8% of the circulating supply has changed hands within the last month, when the figure for the three-month metric is around 15.8%. One month, Bitcoin supply is actually at all-time lows right now, while the three-month supply sits around levels similar to 2015. The recent push above 50K saw a slight increase in the one-month supply, but it was mostly driven by coins last spent within one to three months. Therefore, only short-term holders seeking to realize profits move their BTC during this period. This means that the long-term holders haven't moved their coins amid these recent rallies and that they are waiting for the price of Bitcoin to appreciate further before moving their assets. The low short-term supply can therefore turn out to be a bullish indicator. Let's take a look at the BTC price. At the time of writing, Bitcoin's price floats around 47.5K, up 2.7% in the last seven days. Over the past month, crypto has gained 2.4% in value. The below chart shows a trend in the price of the coin over the last three months. After a period of relatively low volatility, Bitcoin has finally gained some sharp price movement. At the moment, the coin seems to be climbing back up as it gains ground above 47K. It's still unclear right now where the crypto might head next, but if the low short-term supply is anything to go by, long-term investor sentiment seems to be bullish. So what do you guys think about these charts? Do you guys follow them? Supply shock, the number of Bitcoin changing hands dips to 2015 levels. Do you think history is an indicator of what's to come? Or do you just go by the gut? Comment down below and let me know what you think. All right. Article five, which is the main topic today, is why investing in Bitcoin right now might be a very profitable decision. In the Bitcoin market, the biggest question on any investor's mind is this. When should I invest? And that's a fair question, especially since profitability is the only driving factor for an investor. Well, it looks like the opportunity has once again arrived since Bitcoin is at its highest profitability in a while. Here's how you can bet on that. Bitcoin is profitable. Based on the strong market rally of the past six weeks and the hard-hitting crash that followed, there is some apprehension if the market is overheating or not. An overheated market refers to a rapidly growing market that turns unsustainable. However, that does not seem to be the case when one looks at BTC market right now. In fact, this is the best time to jump in as buying opportunity is pretty profitable at the moment. Traditionally, the 200-day moving average is considered to be a standard indicator of buying and selling. If BTC's price is above it, it's usually the beginning of strong upward movement. On the contrary, movement in the opposite direction is usually an indication of a fall. Right now, Bitcoin's price movement is in line with the 200 DMA, a clear sign that the market is not overheated. In fact, another buy signal comes from the mayor multiple. The indicator's low values at press time seem to suggest that Bitcoin is cheap relative to long-term trends. By implication, this translates to the present being a good time to buy. At the time of writing, the aforementioned metrics presence was under one was a good enough signal. However, in order to understand the state of the market for investment, the overall value of the market must be checked if it's in a state of profit or loss. So how is the market doing? To check the state of profitability, we can use the MVRV ratio, whose historical high values post-havings underline signs of a bull market. 
Consequently, the market signs do not seem particularly indicative of a bull run. And yet, given the press time MVRV value of 2.2, it could be the beginning of one. The values of 2.0 to 5.0 mark profitable returns, which can be expected within a month. This is the sweet spot for investing, and you can expect gains within a month from now. However, anything above 5.0 is not good since they point to the corrections arriving within a month. The market is far from that, though. In fact, the MVRV has been close to 5 for over 7 years now. Finally, understanding market sentiment is equally important, too. This way, one can gauge where the market is really heading. At press time, the fear and greed index was at its lowest in 50 days at 30. Price consolidation or recovery could push it back into the neutral zone. This will again be a good sign for investors looking to find profits. All in all, the market is in a healthy state, with the aforementioned indicators flashing buy signals since profitability is coming up soon. So what do you guys think about this? Why investing in Bitcoin right now might be a very profitable decision. Comment down below if you're thinking about getting in or if you think you're just going to go and sit the sidelines right now. All right, let's take a look at the crypto prices right before we leave. At number one, BTC is at $47,908. Ethereum is at $3,605. Cardano is at $2.47, Binance Coin $430, Tether $1, XRP $1.12, Solana $155, Polkadot $36, Dogecoin $0.24, cents. and last but not least, USD Coin $1. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for making it this far into the podcast and YouTube video. Again, this is Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Please catch me at Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts and catch me on YouTube videos. Uh, Like, share, and subscribe. Leave a rating and review. It does help me out. So until the next one, please have a great crypto day and I'll see you later. Peace.